I think we can all agree that from 1944 to the current year in 2020, the world has changed significantly. But I want to know exactly how much and how we react to it. I'm Mason Hill, and we live in an ever-shifting society. Unfortunately, because of the state of our ever-shifting society, I was only able to get an audio interview with a member of Generation X. While Generation X has the objectively coolest name, it is a generation that very rarely finds itself any prevalence in mainstream media. Because Generation X has a nice middle ground between boomers and millennials, I think we can find an interesting perspective on our ever-shifting society. So, to start off, um, what is your name? Kelly Hill. Uh, what generation were you born in? I was born in 1969, so that makes me a Gen X. What were some important changes in technology or um, social changes when you were a kid? I think the biggest thing I noticed is the difference of um, accessibility to information. So, we didn't have computers when I was a kid. And you didn't have a phone, you had a family phone. And at one point we even had a party line, which we shared with the neighbors. So you couldn't access information or people in the same way you can now. So how old were you when like the first phone came out? Well, the phones were there. It's just in our case, we actually shared with the neighbors. And so it's, and you only had one phone for the whole household. So if a family member was using it, you couldn't reach out. And so nobody could reach you individually. And as, or if you were traveling somewhere, like once you had cars, you couldn't call somebody if you needed help. You had to carry a dime with you or, and yeah. hope you found a pay phone. Right, or more specifically, like the mobile phone. Mobile phones, I had my first mobile phone at a job in probably 1990. And it was a giant box that you had to put in your glove box. It was so big. Um, so, yeah, it's different. Okay, so um, I'm assuming those technologies weren't around when uh, your parents were no. kids. So how did how did they react to the... Um, the same way we react now <laughs> to you guys being on the phone. Um, the world was going to collapse because we were watching MTV. Right, right. Um, what is your opinion on the current uh, technology today and current state of the world? Um, so I think technology now is uh, just like technology has always been. We have to learn how to use it in our best interest. And that's still a learning curve. I think it's getting better as people have figured out how to limit themselves and recognize information. The downside is... Um, anybody can put any information out so people are going to have to learn to be more critical about what the information they perceive is as truthful and useful and that's uh, we don't have the same limit where before publishers or whatever had you know some say in what information got out there that has its good parts and its bad parts and so now there's not really anybody checking that so all information is available so figuring out how to analyze that information is going to be a big deal and it seems to be improving but it's still a long way from good do you think the world has um, improved since you were a kid changed for the better has it changed for the better um 
I don't know. In some ways, yes, because we're more of a global economy and a global, I mean, the world has always been a globe, but we have been more isolated previously than we are now. Um, but there's also downsides to that. So like here in Medford, one of the bombs actually made it to Medford, Oregon during World War II. And the, there wasn't the ability to get that information out. So all the people that lived on Grape Street at the time where it landed, they all said, okay, we'll never tell anybody. And it didn't come out till years and years later because the idea was um, we didn't want the Japanese to know that the little bombs they were putting on balloons were making it all the way to the Pacific coast. And in today's world, that that there wouldn't be a secret like that. It would instantaneously have been put on, you know, Twitter and all the different social medias. And so, you know, there's some, some good parts of that. The information is very fast and there's some bad parts because information is very fast and it's not always truthful by the time you get it, you know, it changes. Um, so I don't know if I'd say it's better or worse. It's just different. Okay. Thank you. I found it interesting when Kelly said, the same way we react now in response to my question, how did your parents react to that technology? Let's look further into that. We all have heard the disputes between the baby boomers and millennials, but why do these disputes happen? According to the Harvard Business Review, that this fear of change stems from many different factors, including loss of control, excess uncertainty, surprise decisions, unknown environment, discrediting the past, competence concerns and additional work because of this reasons of these reasons we can see why people react the way they do in our ever-shifting society and why the same pattern repeats why our parents reacted the same way our grandparents did or why we might ultimately react the same way but most importantly how does this affect our society it's indisputable that this mindset is very against innovation though it's not con- Confirmed whether or not this mindset has already affected the progression of our ever-shifting society. We should be aware of ourselves and how we react to innovation to make sure that we aren't contributing to the possible halt of progression. 